Relationships are a set of boundaries where we teach people how to have access to each other in a way that actually feels really good for both people. That's what boundaries do. So we have to learn how to set them. We have to learn how to respect them. And that's why we have to be flexible in our boundaries. Hello, and welcome to the Happy Hearts Project podcast. My name is Cassie. I am the life and relationship coach who helps you create the life and relationships you are excited to come home to. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about boundaries, which by the way, I have a 16 page workbook. It is for free. You can have access to it via my website. You go to www.cassiezeeb.com and you can subscribe to my email list there where you will get your first email will be a link to Building Blocks for Connection, which is my workbook on the three parts of relationship skills that will make the biggest impact on the relationships that you have. And one of those skills is having flexible boundaries. And oftentimes we talk about boundaries as like for yourself, Right. And I've taught you guys time and time again, I have a great podcast on boundaries from way back. If you want to go back and, and hear about the ways that you can set boundaries. And I always remind people that like boundaries are not a request. They're not a demand, right? It's not something that we're asking of other people. Boundaries are how we provide access to other people for ourselves. Okay. So It is boundaries are about your behavior, not about theirs. And in that same respect, like boundaries are a two-way street. And a lot of times I think there is not enough conversation around how we respond to other people's boundaries, right? We talk a lot about how we set boundaries for ourselves, but what do we do when someone else has a boundary that's putting in place that we don't like. And a lot of times when someone has a boundary that we don't like, the first mistake that we do is we take it personally. Okay, someone's boundary might be, I am not available to take your calls during the workday. And for some people, that's really hard because they feel like they have really important things to talk about during the workday or, um, they're not appreciated. If you, if, if you can't support me when I need you between the hours of nine to five, you must not appreciate the things that I do for you. And literally this is coming from experience of me helping clients, but also how I really struggled with my partner's boundaries in the beginning. And the way that I struggled in my boundaries with him is that I was so used to the way that I was loved or I experienced love was to be needed. And so I was super, super accustomed to over-functioning in relationship. So I would do way too much for him. And he would say, Hey, that's a boundary for me. I don't need you in my business all of the time. And then my ego, my brain, the lies that my brain gives me would say to myself, Oh, so you don't appreciate me. Oh, so you're taking this personally. Like the fact that he didn't like what I was doing 
was really hard for me to digest. Right. And I had a really hard time honoring his boundary because I made it about me, but it wasn't about me at the end of the day. It was about the fact that he's a grown man who, if he wants to do his own laundry, he can do his own laundry. If he wants to, you know, do the yard work a certain way, like he can do the yard work a certain way, though there is one bush in front of our house that <laughs> he's not allowed to touch anymore. Okay. <laughs> but like, you have to kind of let go of your want to control and to like, yeah, your desire to control people's perspective, your desire to control people's behavior. Like that is a boundary violation by you against somebody else. Okay. So here's the thing. It is not their job to make you feel better about their boundary. They can be gentle and compassionate towards the fact that it is hurtful to you that they've set this boundary, right? Like maybe you're not invited to the party. That's a boundary. We don't know why you weren't invited. And honestly, I encourage you, like, unless it's a big shift in a relationship, you notice a relationship is changing or I don't know, maybe by per circumstance, there could be good reason to reach out and find out. But honestly, just honoring and respecting their boundary is going to be the best thing that you can do for the relationship, right? So I was thinking, I was out on a walk the other day and I love dogs. I love dogs. I want to say hi to all of the dogs that I see on my walk. And something's different about dogs here in Oregon. I think, I think people here, or maybe they're like, maybe it has less to do with Oregon dogs and more to do with dogs like COVID dogs, because I'm used to dogs being super social, wanting pets, like running up to me, being very affectionate. And I want that. Like, I want the dog who's going to jump all over me and give me kisses and let me pet them and want all of my attention. And in the last couple of years, I've noticed that like dogs here just aren't like that. I pass them on the hiking trail and I'm like, oh my gosh, puppy. And like, they might not even look at me. Like they just walk (laughs) right past. And I think that there was an older version of me who used to try and like get those dogs to interact with me. And I don't do that anymore. Now I see a dog. And I make myself available to them. I'll say, hey, puppy. And I'll, I'll put out my hand so that they can sniff it, which we all know, like, that's general, like, dog uh, etiquette that you let them smell your hand and kind of, like, request, like, hey, can I pet you? And if they want a pet, like, they're going to make it very obvious that they want a pet, right? Like, they'll nudge you. They'll come closer. They'll wag their tail. But more often than not these days, a dog will smell my hand. They might still like kind of wag their tail and seem happy, but then they'll just turn away and walk away. And I'm just like, okay, bye. You know, and I'm a little bit bummed that they didn't want my attention. They didn't want my affection. But the last thing that I want to do is make them feel uncomfortable or force them to receive the affection and love that I want to give for me, right? Like, That really is very selfish of me to want someone else to be uncomfortable so that I get to feel good and I don't have to feel the disappointment of them walking away. 
but I know how to like soothe that. I know how to tolerate that disappointment and let it not be a problem that I didn't get to pet the dog. And then I feel really good when I walk away. I'm like, I had so much fun saying hi to that dog. They didn't want my love. It's a bummer, but that's okay. I'm glad I got to say hi. This is how we reciprocate boundaries. And this is how we create safety for the people in our lives to want to come and interact with us. And so I want you to think about how you go out into the world. Are you a safe person? Do you create safety for the people around you to come and interact with you and to reciprocate your desire for connection? You cannot create safety if you expect something from them. If you expect something specific, some specific behavior, result, or outcome from them, it is not safe for them. It feels forced. It feels yucky. They're going to start to learn that you're not a safe person. They're going to start to learn that this isn't a safe place for them to be themselves, to say no. And they might walk on eggshells and they might try and do things just to make you happy because they're people pleasing, which aren't we all. But then you wonder why there's resentment. You wonder why there's conflict. You wonder why they get defensive and they blow up on things that don't make sense. They feel out of place. Well, it's because they don't feel safe around you. It's because there are things going on that they haven't, they don't feel safe to draw a line. They don't feel safe to have a boundary. A lot of times it's because they want you in their life, but they're afraid that if they draw a boundary with you, that you're going to freak out on them. Okay. So this is what we do instead. You approach your relationships with openness. You say, I am available and I am here and I would love to spend time. I would love to engage. I would love to do this and that. And you see how they respond and you give them space. And it's okay if they choose not to take you up on it in that moment because they're still building safety with you. And then you just stay available. Cool, this is not a problem. I'm still here if you change your mind, right? And then the next time, hey, I see you over there. I would love to connect. Let me know if you ever want to do that. No problem if you don't. Like I'm, I've got lots going on. I'm having a great day. Not a problem, but it would feel really good to connect with you, right? These are the same things that we do in long-term relationships. Like if you want your partner to text you sweet nothings, you don't say, hey, you better text me sweet nothings or blah, 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 blah. Because then it doesn't feel like a choice. Then it feels like a boundary violation because they don't get to express themselves the way that feels good to them. They get to express themselves in the way that feels good to you and when it feels good to you, right? And so then over time, they start to resent you. And over time, they're having fights about things that you don't understand. You don't understand where it's coming from, right? You're like, why are we fighting about something stupid? This doesn't matter because the fight isn't actually about that stupid thing. The fight is about the fact that there's been ongoing boundary violations and that one part of this equation, one person doesn't feel safe drawing boundaries with you or vice versa. Maybe you don't feel safe drawing boundaries with them. So the other thing I see is that once this person, this partner, 
starts drawing boundaries, the other partner gets really upset and they take it really personally. They make it mean something about them that it doesn't really mean, but nothing's actually gone wrong here. This person is actually acting from a place of like deep love and desire for this relationship to go well. And they recognize it. in order to have a good relationship, you both need to have good boundaries. But you, if, if someone's drawing a boundary with you and you don't like it, you're going to feel like they either need to change to make you feel better, right? That's, that's usually it. You're probably thinking they need to change in order for me to feel better. They need to make a new choice. They need to let go of this boundary, but they don't. They're allowed to have this boundary. And then it's up to you to soothe yourself through the process. And then you get to decide if that boundary works for you. If it doesn't work for you, that it might be negotiable. It might not, but at least you're having the conversation. At least you're saying what works for you, because this isn't working for me. And here's why, but you're going to have that conversation a lot more productively when you've put in the work to say, okay, I understand where you're coming from. I can see why this is important to you. I see why this matters. This is how I feel about it. This is what's not working for me about it right? And you're not taking it personally. It's just like, this isn't the relationship dynamic that I want to be in. Okay. Well, are we going to continue to ask this person to be someone that they're not? Or are you going to learn other ways to interact with them so that you can both be happy in the relationship? Let's treat each other to create so much safety and give the other person the autonomy to be themselves and to interact with you in a relationship in the way that feels good to them. And then you set boundaries in return, right? Like relationships are a set of boundaries where we teach people how to have access to each other in a way that actually feels really good for both people. That's what boundaries do. So we have to learn how to set them. We have to learn how to respect them. And that's why we have to be flexible in our boundaries right? So if I have this preference, you have this preference, I have this need, you have this need, what's negotiable? What's non-negotiable? What skills do we need to learn? What resources do we maybe need outside of our relationship? What am I asking you to do for me that I am actually responsible for, for myself, right? It's that's, that is like the negotiation of terms. That is how you decide how to do relationship with someone else. And the conversation is never really over. And we're going to continue to relearn things and we're going to misstep and make mistakes. People are going to change along the way. And that's why we have to be flexible. I'm not talking about like bending over backwards. I'm talking about the fact that people aren't going to be perfect and you can be be graceful and have compassion for them. But like knowing what you actually need in order to feel safe and to be yourself and for all the parties to get what they need out of this exchange. All right. Check out my workbook. It's www.cassieseeb.com. I have two other building blocks. So it's um, just a little bit it's the boundary setting is number two. Number three is 
um, emotional blame. So not like blaming other people for your emotional experience. How do you take accountability for your own emotional experience? I'm trying to remember the first one. <laughs> oh, be accountable to yourself. So it's be accountable to your emotions. So this is how this works. Okay. I'm just going to give you a little cliff notes. So go to my website, www.cassieseve.com, where you can subscribe to my email list. The first email you get will be this workbook, Building Blocks for Connection. The first building block is be accepting. So love people, be non-judgmental. Don't take things so personally. That's step one. Step two is be flexible with your boundaries. You're gonna either be rigid or porous, if you are not being flexible, you're going to be on either side of that spectrum. We don't want to be so rigid that we can't let people in. And we don't want to be so porous that people can just walk all over us. We want to be flexible. We want to be responsive. We want it to be clear about how people can access us. And we want to learn and grow and develop with the people around us as we grow and change. That's how we be flexible with our boundaries. And then the third one is to be accountable for your feelings. So like I was talking about earlier, if you don't like someone else's boundary, that is not a them problem. That is a you problem. That is something for you to soothe. That is something for you to figure out where is this coming from and why, and what do I actually need for myself? And once you do that part of the work, then you're in a place to ask that other person for what you need from them and they get to decide how to respond. This is how we build healthy, thriving relationships. Sign up for my, for my email list. If you want to talk more about this, if you think that coaching is something that you need to get your relationships back on track, you can also schedule that at my website, www.cassieseve.com. Thank you for joining me today. Find me on Instagram at Cassie underscore with love. Let me know if you like today's episode. I'll talk to you soon.